I'm Neil Godbu, writer, journalist, proud shit disturber. I'm Michael Cass, an artist, and I don't have as many lofty titles as Neil. This is everything. Everything. Neil. Fuck, it's cold. <laughs> Yes, it's cold here too. It's like it's cold. I was like chilling in the studio, but literally chilling in the studio. We have no heat here, folks, but we are so dedicated to bring you the show. <laughs> that, that we're going to sit here and I, I got my big snowmobile shoveling snow mitts on and... And there's frost on the frost on... I, well, we can't see out the window. There's so much frost on it. It's minus 31 here in Prince George Orwell. Minus 32 this morning, but I don't know. what What is it now? About minus... Minus cold. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's cold. Uh, fuck, it's cold. And and it's been almost a year. So we've done about a year. In January will be our one year anniversary. But yeah. we want to talk about this year's sort of, out, not outstanding but just events. But events that, yeah, events that stood out for, for either one of us. Well, let's start with the fact, because we're Canadian, so we should talk about the weather. Yeah. The fact that exactly six months ago, uh, we were in heat dome. Uh, uh, something added to the Canadian lexicon. Uh, right. Heat dome. I, like, who would... So we went from 40 above to 40 below. Close. That's an 80-degree swing. Yeah. I've only been in that once before. And that was in northwestern Ontario, because it gets about the same sort of weather as we do here. And it was 40 above. The water temperature at the surface of the lake was 80 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, of course. And uh, and then that that winter it got so within a 24 and within a 12 month period. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It, it is crazy. Tornadoes in December. Yeah. Right? Floods? Uh, floods? What I don't like about today is that it's cloudy and cold. I, I, I can handle Christmas week was beautiful. Clear and cold, I think it's wonderful. Especially if I'm sitting inside with, you know, coffee and Baileys. Ah, well, I don't mind. Uh, well, I mean, it's only cloudy because, oh, geez, we're having another snow Oh, right. Event. We went from the extreme cold warning to the snowfall advisory. Well, we went to the snow, from the snowfall, from what did we have? 35 centimeters of snow. Yep. And uh, I was talking to my friend in Chicago and I was like, oh, it's about, I don't know, I don't know, it's about 10 to 12 inches. No big deal. 35 is 14 inches. Oh, is it? Yep. Is it? And she's like, yeah, no big deal. I'm like, you know what? Um, we're not used to that much snow. Yeah. But I think that we're used to, we've experienced those kinds of snowfalls before. So we don't get like, like, you know, get the kids down in the cellar, ma, grab the gun and let, <laughs> you know. Well, or, or we don't, we're not Texas. Well, exactly. I, I, I mean, we have a word for this weather in Canada. We call it winter. Winter. Yeah. And and it's just another it's just another thing, right? Except for those poor bastards on Van in Vancouver and on Vancouver Island. Yes. Oh, they, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Yesterday they were posting stuff all over social media because there were ice flows in the Fraser. <gasps> Oh well, you know what? There's another. There's another example, a classic example, of, like all these things. So we, we ha I do not envy them the weather they had earlier in the winter. 
Well, God, no, with the flooding and the rain. Yeah. So, you know, then that takes us to another one of those other uh, words or terms that we never thought much about. And that was um, um, uh, supply chain. Yeah. So the supply chain has been severely interrupted this year. So there's a shit ton going on. You know, the best day of the year of 2021 was like New Year's Day. And then after that, it was all, <laughs> Just all, went to <laughs> it was shit. all shit, right? We had this sort of, what, we had this, I don't know, we put on those rose-colored glasses and we thought 2021 the vaccine's is going to be They're going to roll it out and it's going to be great. in the streets. We're going to be going to concerts. And we were so wrong. Yeah. We were so wrong. We tried. Well, those of us that that I think uh, put put some stock in the common good tried. Yeah. And then there were so many others. Not very, not many. It was a minority of others that sort of fucking Evil ruined doers. it for us all. Evil doers. Evil doers. <sighs> I'm trying to come to terms with the choices that those people have made, and I just can't do it. No, I I struggle with it as well. That that to me that's the theme of 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 twenty twenty one for me personally is I, I I've gone from tolerating people who are struggle with change and struggle with the speed of change and and the fact that doctors and and public health officials and Dr. Bonnie Henry and and John Horgan don't have all the answers. They're making it up as they go along just like everybody else. Um and but but that somehow oh well they got it wrong that means they don't know anything. Well that's not true either. No. Uh, you know Aaron Rodgers said it best. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what did the uh, Green Bay Wisconsin uh, walking talking expert on COVID and well hey you know what he won celebrity jeopardy in what was it 2015 2016 he must know something. Yeah well he won he, yeah he knows how to throw a football I mean. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'll tell you what. He's he's a far better football player than I ever have been and ever will be. Yeah. And for that, kudos to him. You're a football player, Aaron, and you're free to express your opinion. I don't really. But to say something like, you know, I think some. What did he say? He said, "Oh, I, I, I the quote was something about, you know, when did we become, you know, when did we stop questioning science?" And it's like, dude. Science is one giant fucking question. And and you know who questions science? Scientists. scientists. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> science is being questioned all the time. That's the that's the basic principle behind science. Yeah. You question it. Question it. why do you think we have um, why do you think we have the uh, Einstein's, you know, space time, right? Why do we think now we're thinking the Big Bang th- is not exactly 100% and they're questioning it, you know, and uh, on a, a good thing that happened in 2021, that James Webb telescope. I, know. I am so excited about that. So I am so jacked for when that thing starts sending pictures and, and, I'm not and a big data astro back geek. next summer. Like I'm not a big astro geek. I have no desire to go into space. I've, you know. I was going to say I've been there, but that's your trip was been there and done that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm excited to see like like the sheer like the 
the engineering marvel that it is like to yeah. be able to because this is 9.7 billion dollars worth of space shit and and if it and if some little mechanism doesn't doesn't work they can't go fix it there's no well well i i, I mean the the interesting thing is that it has a 10-year shelf life and with the, the 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 fuel tank they left the uh, they left the tank accessible because basically sometime over the next 10 years, they want to put a plan together to that they could go and refuel it. I'm wondering why they don't, I wonder, uh, why don't they, if they can put a nuclear reactor in a submarine, don't they have nuclear reactors in space powered satellites? I don't know. I, I'm a, yeah, I, 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 I don't know either. That'd be kind of shitty though if it fell and yeah. Well, came yeah. Out be, or, I, I mean, it, it's an engineering marvel because it, it's basically a, a piece of origami, right? I mean, it it, it, it is unfolding, uh, and when it gets out to uh, wherever it's going, a million miles away. Uh, it, it will then continue to unfold, and yeah, these gold-plated mirrors that are the size of a tennis court. Yeah. yeah. Um, to, and, and that's the cool thing. It's, I mean, you talked about for for people who have a hard time wrapping their head around the Einstein concept of space-time. This telescope's images will literally be space-time, right? Yeah. Because it's yeah. looking backwards. It will be able to see so far. That the light will be 13 billion years plus old. You know, and physicists are questioning everything. And I love, you know, you think, oh, well, is it, do we have multiverse? Do we have Big Bang? Is yeah. there other, like, what's going on? And, and and I'm all for that. So, Aaron, if you're listening, which you're probably not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> he's busy mounting another Super Bowl challenge. Well, good for you know. Oh, I gotta give him kudos. He's like he's good. He's good, right? He, he's very good. And, but sometimes, I mean, in a team, though, you're only as good as the people around you. Yes. Right. So, uh, as Russell Wilson is discovering this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and same with Kirk Cousins. Um, and I and I I never knew the stats on Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's actually really, really, really good. I thought, oh, he's you know he's good, but I didn't think he was that good. He just doesn't have the the guys to uh, help him out. Anyways, this year that's Minnesota Vikings. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, and and, and the Shithawks are definitely not making yeah. the playoffs. But you know who would who would have spoken uh, incredibly eloquently on that subject john madden john madden may he rest in peace rest in peace john madden died let's see yesterday uh so a day before we started recording this and uh, 85 85 years old uh i watched the football life last night at john madden and uh you know who did who did he win his only super bowl against green bay minnesota <laughs> <laughs> In 1975, 75, I think it was, 75, 76, something like that. You know what the hilarious part is, is that there's an entire generation that think John Madden uh, made football video games. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, he was a he was a high school player, college player, blue eyes knee. He got drafted, but yeah. uh, before his professional career even took off, his knee went, so he went to be coach. Yeah. Youngest coach 
youngest head coach at the time, youngest head coach at 32. Smartest thing Al Davis ever did for that team. Everything after that was just shit, <laughs> but he he picked Madden. Yeah, he picked Madden, and that was a pretty good pick. And I, I, and I mean, for me, I my my time watching is is Madden in the booth, right? As 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 a as a commentator, and yeah. and especially him and Al Michaels. I mean, I mean that that was gold. Yeah, yeah. But it took him that long, like twenty. Was it 2006 or 2016? No, no. I think it was 2006 before he got inducted into the, you know, 30 years as a broadcaster. Uh, how many years as a head coach? He never flew to games. Uh, no, he flew. He flew to as a one broadcaster game. anyway. No, never as a broadcaster. He took his bus, right? Yeah. Yeah, he said in in the interview in, a, in the football life, he said that uh, he prayed that if he ever got out, because it was just a scary thing for him being in that heavier than air machine, right, yeah. soaring through the air, that if he ever got off that plane, he would never fly again. So he took trains and then he then he started doing the bus thing. Yeah. So he can never be. Um, he can never be. Uh, hauled out, called out for not being with the team on the jet. Like, what's his name who ran with his tail between his legs? The yeah. former Jaguars coach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. The, yeah, yeah. Can't we so thing. and we lost. Who we lost? Uh, I was looking. I had to look up. See who did we lose this? Charlie year? Watts. Charlie Watts. Like if we go into music, Charlie Watts, Dusty Hill, basis yep. for ZZ Top. Um, the best rock name ever, <laughs> especially for a guy from Texas. What's your name, Dusty, Dusty Hill? Dusty Hill. Um, I saw them. I saw the Eliminator tour at Maple Leaf Gardens in nice. Toronto. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Sondheim, yeah. so incredible composer. Um, Broadway shows and just musicals and just in general. Um, you know who I did? Oh. Have you seen American Gods? Yes. Cloris Leachman died this year. Oh. Because I thought, yeah, not only did she right. die in the show, the first yeah. year, oh, I shouldn't say anything, second second season. But uh, what do you think of it? American Gods? Yeah. Uh, it's, I like it. It's hard to follow. It, it's hard to follow if you haven't read the book. Oh, okay. um, and I'm a Neil Gaiman fan, and when I first read American Gods when it came out, I was like, oh, this would have been such a much better comic book. Oh, okay. And yeah. so when it was adapted into comic book form, I actually enjoyed that read much better. I like Ian McShane. Well, you got to like Ian McShane. <laughs> I want to be Ian McShane. I think if I, yeah, uh, maybe I think I'd be more like, what's his name? From he, the because Boys. he gets to be the same guy. It doesn't matter what he's in. He's yeah. in the John Wick movies. He's the same guy. Yeah, he's this this lovable, he's like the lovable anti-hero. Right? Or, but then this, yeah, it's, it's a tough one to call on this show. Um, he's just a suave asshole. That's, <laughs> to me, that's what he gets to play all the time. And, and, and he's in on a secret that you don't know. 
that that's his shtick, right? He knows something that you don't know. Uh, speaking and, of shows um, and 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 characters like that, uh, have you looked into the Wheel of Time series? See, I have not. I don't have Amazon Prime. I've read all. Well, I got to the a point in the I don't know how many ever books there have been of that series where it just sort of become repetitive so i just stopped reading right and uh and i'm watching the show and i'm like oh i wish i could remember the 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 chronological order of things but i think if you've read the books it's a it's a good watch right you know that same thing where you know there's always that character that knows something you don't know and and doesn't lie to you but doesn't tell you the whole truth and makes you question those uh, decisions you've made or choices you've made. Right? This is what I. This is going back 2019. Although I've just got around to watching it, actually this month um, is the first season of Watchmen, and hopefully there will be more seasons. Uh, HBO's adaptation of Watchmen is that. Speaking of comic books, um, is it's unlike any adaptation I've ever seen. In that, I'm watching this going. It's set in the Watchmen universe, and it has virtually no, very little connection mm-hmm. to the comic book. And, and it actually takes you a couple of episodes before you find out, slight spoiler alert here, that the the what you're watching is 30 years after what happened in the comic book and the Zack Snyder movie, which wasn't very good. That's the whole Star Wars universe. Right. Everything's happening 30 years before. <laughs> I'm not a big Star Wars fan, right? What, what? 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 No, I'm a Star Trek fan. Oh, I like both. Yeah. I'm I, I, D- Discovery Wars. came back. I haven't started watching season four of Star Trek Discovery, but the first three seasons are awesome. I, I watched all three seasons this year, and that was probably the best thing I watched on TV all year. Oh, I'd have to say, you know what? This year, there were some good movies that came out that I really want to see. Yep. One is Nightmare Alley. Yep, I'd right. like to see that. Guillermo del Toro yep. uh, directing that one. The other one is uh, a football movie. Oh, it's called The Underdog. Oh, the, 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 the Kurt, Kurt Warner, Warner story, story. Which is a fantastic story. It is. And and the other one is that just a sort of light bit of fluff is The, the King's Man. I, I love those movies. They're, they're, they're a lot of fun. They're just hilarious, right? They're the, fun and, and lots of action. And you know it's not. And very comic booky. And, yeah, very comic booky. So what was your most, like what was what was the big big event for you in in 2021 or can you can you point to one event um really locally i for me this was the year that um i there were there were a couple things for me um and and this is very prince george focused uh my my comments here but this was the year we really found out uh, what a shit show the George Street Parkade was, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and and uh, it broke very late in 2020 was when the shit hit the fan. But it took then months, and for not only city council but 
but for us and multiple freedom of information requests and we still and and two independent you know <laughs> reports and whatever and it's still a, a, a very hazy of who knew what and when yeah uh, but all we know is that uh, a, a parkade that uh, what it looks like was uh, a back of the napkin. Oh, it's only going to cost twelve and a half million dollars. And oh, we like that figure, except that real world, uh, it was going to cost uh, double that, if not more. And uh, uh, and and then it was a big cover up of uh, of finding out the real cost. Um, and again, who knew what when. Um, Guess we'll never know. Uh, the mayor says he didn't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not buying that. Um, and then the other thing I think, of course, was was this was the year 2021 was really the year that we saw uh, homelessness and poverty and, and those kinds of issues where I think in Prince George, people went, well, that's a that's a big city issue. And this was the year it really arrived. Yeah, when does one suddenly just become a big city? You well, know, exactly. Magically become, you know. And, and you know. so and so suddenly, right, we have homelessness is it becomes a, there's a community um, of, of people living on the street or in a, Moccasin Flats is mm-hmm. what it became known as, and and of course that exposes all sorts of issues around uh, addiction, mental health, trauma, racism, um, intergenerational trauma. Huh. Uh, yeah, huge problem, and and not something that let's hire more cops will fix. Well, there's no easy fix. <clears throat> there is just simply there's simply no and and. And it's not a problem that I don't believe it's a problem you can fix. It's a problem that you can only manage best you can. Yeah. Um, I, for one, um, am a firm believer that um, we need to weigh the, and this might, uh, there will be letters. The needs of the, <laughs> the needs of the majority, right? I'll paraphrase this box. I think the needs of the majority have been have been set aside, and the rights of the majority have been set aside to a certain degree. Um, and in favor of in favor of some policies that just just are are doomed to fail. Right. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but let me play. I, I actually hate that phrase. Let me play devil's advocate. I'll just say what I'm going to say. Don't you think that's a privileged majority that are saying, hey, folks, uh, th- th- this this small minority that um, have these issues. Well, you know, you're on your own. Good luck. No, I don't. I, I think that the, the things that and this is one of the issues that I talked about uh, at a rotary at a rotary function, <laughs> <laughs> and I said that there's there's too many duplicate the duplication of services is 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 
is outrageous. These it little is. fiefdoms. Uh, you know, when I worked at uh, in the print business, it was uh, they, we called it March Madness because the 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 ministries or the agencies or the uh, you know government funded they got to blow yeah, their budgets. They got to blow the their budgets, or... otherwise they won't see any money next year. And I'm like, wow, maybe we should go by the by the merit. If you manage to do these things and go under budget, you will receive, you know, yeah. a, a, some kind of whatever incent, incentive. But I think, yeah, the duplication of services and and there's just so many, there's so much mismanagement and, and waste. So n- for me, I, I don't look at it as being privileged and saying, oh, you guys are on your, I, I've been there, right? Like, I, I get it. I know. Yeah. Um, um but and and that was certainly seen with moccasin flats is is basically you had not only agencies but individuals going down as if or organizing clothing and food drives on Facebook as if without asking the folks what they need and oh well there's multiple agencies who are already going there multiple times a week mm-hmm. to do to provide the exact same service good lord we've seen that during covid the yeah. fact that that there are both federal and provincial public health officials yeah. giving orders that are contradictory mm-hmm. and and then if you're watching the national news and you're going oh well the rules in Alberta are different than the ones in BC and the the rules in the in the lower mainland are different than the ones in the north and well, how the fuck are you supposed to keep up well, to all there, that I think see and and there you know and this will this will rile up more people because I think it's I think it's good to have a, a strong central government in that instance yeah in that instance I think I think uh, strong central government to and and it looked as if the liberals were were taking taking it on right taking charge but there was one and this is one of my highlights of the year is when and this is government at work in the proper way is when uh when trudeau said you know what we want to have these powers and the conservatives were like and it wasn't what's his name yet oh maybe it was it was Aaron it O'Toole, was yeah. yeah Aaron O'Toole's like no 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 this is a this is a, a parliamentary debate that needs and I'm like good yeah. for you and that's what you know that needed to be done uh, in order to mitigate that that uh, potential abuse of, of of power by the government well and and this has certainly been an issue in BC uh, with uh, although the the amount of data and information has certainly improved as the year went on for much of 2020 and early 2021 the the data coming from from public health and from Dr. Bonnie Henry's office was piss poor. Now, was it coming? So, there's what I want. You know, was it coming from her office, or was it interpreted a certain way by the government? Like, like she can only give them the information; they can well, use whatever part of that information. Not, no, they she want. she was actually quite transparent. Is yeah. that no? I'm not providing community level data because yeah. of people will be stigmatized. And I agree with that. And uh, I, I, I get that, but the thing is, it, it was still metadata. It was still at the neighborhood level data. And, and the thing is, is that what world does she live in? People talk on Facebook and on social media all the time. People talk in 
in the coffee shop. Do they so, still talk in the coffee shop? Maybe just the old well, guys. The, the old guys like us, right? <laughs> because, uh, b- because I, I mean, come on. I'm, I'm drinking coffee. Yeah. You've got a coffee. <laughs> yeah. This is a coffee shop conversation that we just record. Good point. Good, very good point. A- anybody's welcome to join in and come and have a coffee <laughs> yeah, with us. Yeah, come have a coffee with us and I, tell I, us how full of shit we are. I, I think, you know, and my, my view on that whole thing was, well, if I treat it as if I have it or potentially have it, it doesn't matter. I don't give a shit what information. What do I care how many cases are in my city? It doesn't matter to me. I, I need to I need Just to be behave. a good human. Yeah, I need to behave as if I may have it or or somebody around me has it, right? And and if I behave in a way that I think that I may be carrying it, I'm going to if everybody were to behave that way, then fuck, nobody would have it. Nobody yeah. would get it. Or a lot fewer people. A lot fewer. I mean, yeah. I'm an idealist. I mean, it is a I'm very contagion. It, yeah. it is a very contagious virus. Yeah. Uh, and there's that whole Omicron. There's another event. Omicron. Omicron. Like, oh, it's it's not as devastating as Delta, but we want to call it Omicron. <laughs> well, be, be, I, I, it's, it doesn't seem to be as devastating, but it is seems to be far more contagious and and that's the thing that worries the public health officials yeah. is that is that if a lot more people and i mean quebec what did what did, what did they have in quebec like 13,000 oh, new cases oh what did they have to do they had to they they had to call in oh i don't know what it was but they had to take some pretty drastic steps yeah because uh, because if if right if all of the, if even a fraction of those end up as hospitalizations, the hospitals are overflowing. And of course, it's this time of year where doctors and nurses are just like anybody else. They want to take time off to spend with their families, not being in emergency wards I and intensive you, care man. units. Yeah, I got to tell you that the, there's going to be, there's going to be, they call it long COVID, but this is going to be a mental health issue that's that's going to be a result. No question. No right? question. I mean, it's huge already. Um, you know, nurses. Just this. I think for the for the decade. I think from twenty twenty right on, it uh, the the virus and the pandemic has already. Has it's the already end of twenty twenty one, and you're calling it the story of the decade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What better way to start the 2020s than... So what was you know, your highlight of the... Or low light or just moment? Did I have it? On a personal level, on a personal level, um, like I said, New Year's Day 2021, I had to laugh because how how could we... We just thought, you know, 2020 was going to be... Oh, fuck it, 2020. And then, and then 21 is going to be so much better. And it was not, you know? And for me, the highlight was learning more about people, right? My yeah. observation skills and listening and coming to terms with the fact that, you know what, your opinion... As, as much you, of a right you have to express it is fucked, so shut up. Well, There's it, it, experts. There are experts. Yeah, but I want to be heard. Fuck off. I, no. Experts are experts for a reason. And they are, they are they're prone to the same human foibles, 
Right. And so they will. But, but at least it comes from a place of uh, it's an educated opinion as opposed to Aaron Rodgers just winging it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and Aaron Rodgers gets a platform because he's Aaron Rodgers. Right. And and I get this all the time when when I delete people's comments on the website. Uh, you have an obligation to share my opinion. No, no I, I, don't. I, I no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on your Facebook page because uh, Facebook doesn't care. Facebook doesn't care. And there's a there was a, an event that sort of flew under the radar and got sort of it disappeared. It disappeared. So so Facebook, of course, changed their name to to Meta, which in <laughs> itself is like. A, um, but if you were to look that up in Hebrew, it, it, it it's not a very good word. Yeah, it doesn't bode well for Facebook. But the but the fact that that someone a whistleblower came out and said, "Look, the they know what they're doing. They are," and nothing was done. Yeah, nothing was done. COVID was the best thing that happened from from Mark Zuckerberg. A, it made him richer than ever. But but B, um, it, it it distracted from the reckoning that Facebook specifically and social media in general, uh, it, it's long overdue. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, so, I, and and the crumbling of democracy, not just in the U.S. but around the world. Was I the only person who was like the insurgency happened in 2020? I was like January 6th. January 6th. 2020. Oh shit! Wait, Biden's only became president this year. 2021. What? Yeah. 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 So he's only been not even a year. So he's even been a year. And 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 the more I video I see of him, the more footage I see of him, the more I'm thinking, wow, uh, that's a bit it's a bit scary. Um, I don't know if he's you know, I don't know if he's mentally capable of. of I, I, th I think part of the problem is that Joe Biden has been in public life for so long. He's a shadow of his former self. Yeah. That's part of it is that if, if you've been following politics and American politics, uh, good Lord, even his eight years as vice president under Obama, he was much sharper. Yeah. Yeah. The good thing, at least about Biden, is that, yes, he's, he might be a shadow of his former self, but he has enough self-awareness to know it. And so he's surrounding himself with some really bright people and taking their advice. Agreed. Agreed. Wh whether it's medical advice, public policy advice, whatever it is. And of course, it's not perfect. It's government. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I would say it's better than the, uh, than the cinnamon bun clown we had before. So, <laughs> I, uh... and, and, and I sure hope that fucker is in jail. Uh, <laughs> real soon. You know, I, I've tried to, on my news feed, I've tried to, excuse me, I've tried to just not read about him. But I, but I can't, I mean, I can't help it. It comes up on, on, uh. Well, and there's, uh, there's just the various investigations going on. And, you know, I, I mean, the, the, the guy's as crooked and dirty as they come. Everybody certainly in the city of New York knew it even before he became president. He who shall not be named. Um, but yeah, anyway. I think, yeah, I, I, I believe it was a, you know, it's, it's one of those watershed moments 
the the January sixth, the event of January sixth. Was it an insurrection? Was it a protest? Was it a revolt? Was it a revolution? Was it a terrorist act? You know, I guess w- we won't know until we won't know until later. See, when, see, when 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 history is written by the victors. I see, and 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 I I disagree with that uh, because. I believe it was an insurrection. I, I believe it was an insurrection. I, I, I would say anybody, I, I watched it on TV. And I, I, to me, anyone who knows anything about history would say that a violent mob um, right, laying siege on the government the government the american government in this case um threatening to kill any legislature legislators that they would happen to get their hands on destroying property taking lives mm-hmm. of police officers trying to restore security um, I would say that was an outright insurrection, and I, I just don't understand why those people weren't charged with treason. They are traitors to the republic. Of course they think they're patriots. That's what John Adams and George Washington thought they were patriots too, right? But they won. But they won. There you go. If it was, if it was, if the if the Brits had maintained the U.S., then the Boston Tea Party would have been an act of terrorism. An act of terrorism. A John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin they Franklin, George Washington. Hung. They would have all been strung up. Yeah. And, and 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 in reality, that's what should have happened after the Civil War. Nathan Forrest and there was only one, only one, one, and I I can't remember the name of the person was convicted and hung for treason, right? Yeah. Uh, Afghanistan. Well, there's we saw what a tragedy. What we saw Saigon in '75. I was I was young. I was only 11, but I knew it was a it was a huge moment. Living in the states, it was this huge huge blow to the american psyche and and they have this they have the same thing happen yeah you know except that it got because saigon happened and because of covid i think it became a well yeah we're pulling out but yeah we probably shouldn't have been there in the first place oh right 9-11 like the whole thing has just and and in the age of trump and whatever and it's just it's complicated. Saigon happened in an era where everyone was watching Walter Walter Cronkite uh-huh. and the nightly news, and so it became this thing. And and maybe I, this is a good segue. Uh, the The problem maybe is now is that there's so many big moments, just like there's so many great TV shows to watch. Uh, w- when I was trying to put together a list of the music that I fell in love with with 2021, I had to stop because streaming has opened up my access to so much music I Mm -hmm. never would have heard, never would have been exposed to. And and so now when I talk about favorite albums or favorite songs of 2021, it's not stuff that I would 
put on my stereo and listen endlessly to. It's stuff that I listened to three or four times went, this is good. I will mm -hmm. listen to this in months and years forward. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm moving on to the next thing right away. You know, it's funny we think we were we're talking about music. What is our playlist going to be? Well, my my playlist will be and, and see this is this is part of the problem with streaming yeah. is that I for for someone who for the last 20 years has said I hate country. I've fallen in love with country again. Some country, most of it, I think, is crap. <laughs> but but I but I also one of my favorite songs this year, and because I'm very juvenile and laugh at juvenile things, uh, one of my favorite songs this year was a country song, "Dicked Down in Dallas" by Trey Lewis. You it, know. It is as juvenile as they come, and it's fucking hilarious, and I thank my teenagers for sharing that song with me. The only time I, the only time I, list, I lived in Saskatchewan. I lived out, uh, actually near Humboldt. My uh, family's out from out that way. And um, that's the only time I listened to country music. I was riding in a pickup truck, and I was driving down the dirt road. You know, the, I mean, they come quarter mile by quarter mile, the grid road, right? And um, and and in the winter, trying to go get some beer, I couldn't see out the windshield. But I was trying to listen to that country music, and I met my wife and a my ex-wife. Uh, did I meet her in a country bar? Well, I should have been. It was a dump, anyways. And uh, well, then it was definitely a country yeah, bar in Meadow Lake, Saskatchewan. Then it was so definitely have, a, country yeah, it was a country bar. bar. Um, I I uh, I didn't listen to too much new music. Yeah, I think I'm just sort of stuck in that whole. See, and and for me, what streaming has done is it's open for music. Anyways, it's open two avenues simultaneously. I'm circling back mm -hmm. to rediscover stuff that I've forgotten about. Well, okay, three avenues because then I'm also discovering stuff that came out in the '70s, the '80s, the '90s that I'd never heard before. That oh my god. This is so good. Why? Why am I just finding out about this now? Yeah. Um, so, so many acts, uh, including I, my now favorite act, uh, Stephen Wilson and his various side projects. I would never have discovered Stephen Wilson without streaming. Well, I wouldn't have discovered discovered Stephen Wilson if I wasn't working at the Citizen. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm working <laughs> away, and you walk you walk past right. I, well, the same. Al McIntyre was the same thing, right? He walked in my office. What are you listening to? Because yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Al's a, Al loves his music too. Right? He, he sure does. So for me, I like like country this year. Midland put out a great record. Casey Musgraves put out a new record. It's fantastic. Um, Kane Brown. I, I, I love this stuff, but I listen to it a few times and I'm I'm, I'm on to the next because so, so that's the other stream is that I love the new stuff that's coming out. Um, it, it's all interesting to me. And, and so right now I'm I, I, I'm just swept up in the current of streaming music where I'm saving everything. I'm trying to listen to everything and I can't possibly keep up. I think the best thing about streaming is there's artists there that may, back in the day, may not have made it big. 
And yeah. they still may not make it whatever big is these days. I don't know, number of yeah. likes or number of follows. Or <laughs> but but they'll be heard. Well, but but right. the problem is, too, and I've, I've listened to the podcasts of musicians talking about this very issue, is that there is so much that, that a musician will drop a record, uh, e- e- whether new or established, It'll be talked about for a week and then it's gone. And then it's gone. And I, you know, and, and I was thinking about that. My original point was about albums. And you just don't see, you don't see full-length albums come out anymore. And I started thinking about what was my, what was my favorite all-time album. And uh, I'll, I'll t- we can talk about that another time. But I was like, wow, there's a lot of them when I really get to think about it. Um, so... For good news for Prince George, I would say uh, Margot Greenwood. Dr. Margot Greenwood, UNBC professor, receives the Order of Canada. That's a good thing. That's a good one. That's a good one. I saw your best news stories. Uh, You chose which one for the... Well, we have some nominees where we actually have a poll and we'll announce next week what what the choices were. And and, and so, I I mean, there was was some sad stuff, right? I mean, the the longtime married Prince George couple who died days apart of COVID. Yeah. Uh, But then there's also, right, the the lady in Quinella was licked by a bear. Uh, Yeah. You know, the contractor up north that, that... that had no business surviving a bear attack, but did. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there, there, there's always, um, yeah, I, there's certainly good news. Uh, I, I, to me, what what I would kind of single out as good news for Prince George was was the three things. First thing is that uh, both the arts and the sports community adapted, made oh. it work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and continued to do great things, uh, both on, on, on the stage, uh, performing visual, uh, but then also on, on the field of competition in the gym, right? They continued to show what hard work and dedication leads to excellence. And it, so it, it was pretty great to see. Part of our... Part of our I, I won't say I can't say about all the people that live in a in a city, but I would say, and and pardon the term if I you know if somebody's going to be offended by pioneer spirit or that, you know, uh, re, re, well I wanted to, the ones you know let's I'm going to take a step back 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 because you talked about Moccasin Flats and you talked about, and I forgot to mention this, but this was an incredibly huge and important story for Indigenous people. The residential schools. The residential in schools. Absolutely. And, 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 and I just wanted, I, I needed to touch on it, right? It just maybe just sort of seems random, but, but I think it was a huge story that, that hopefully, I mean, all, all we, we can only hope that it, that it has created a, a you know, uh, a dialogue. Uh, I, I, the, the, uh, and may lead to some healing. May I don't know, right? I don't know. I ho- it, all I can do is hope, right? It, it's a, it's another path on the journey. This is what truth and reconciliation looks like: is 
is is the news about how horrific mm-hmm. the residential schools were and certainly this is not news in the Canadian indigenous community but it is news in broader for, for the rest of for the rest of the world for the rest of the world yeah. And, and that this this stain on on Canada and Canadians is real. It's it's not as Canadians. Too many of us have believed our own PR. Yeah, that we're way better than the Americans. No, we're just folks, just like Americans. And our history is as tarnished and tragic as theirs. So let's face it and let's do something about it. Let's move on. That's right. right. So there was three things in terms of positive that I wanted. So I, I, I mentioned the two arts, arts and uh, sports. Mm-hmm. But the other one, I want to single out a very special listener of our podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So, so my best buds, uh, it's actually Rhonda's cousin, Brittany. Yeah. Uh, works for BC Hydro. And so she has to do a lot of driving because she does some regional work. She goes out to Valmont, McBride, Upper Fraser, Mackenzie. How does she kill the time on those long road trips? She listens to the Everything Everything podcast. And so she has listened to every single minute of every single one of our podcasts and is constant. And on weeks we don't record, I get a text. What the fuck? Where's my new podcast? <laughs> one thousand. I think it was one thousand three hundred and some minutes, according to Spotify's wrap up. And and yeah. she has listened to every single one. And and she, if you're driving down the highway, that could be very dangerous. We don't want to put you to sleep. <laughs> but but we're not putting her to sleep. That's she a, finds that's our wonderful. So 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 shout out to to our number one fan. Well, that's you know, and that sort of that was the impetus for this episode because we weren't we were going to wait and do something in in uh the new year but you got a hold of me you sent me a text and you said hey Brittany's wondering when we should do a best of worst of but it wasn't yeah. really best of worst of it was just like commentating Let, on, let's on just events. talk about the year that yeah. was uh what do you hope for for 2022 well i got some great news so 2022 for me is i'm going to be starting a new position with uh and my boss my current i'm on contract to 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 a company and they don't know that i'm not going to be on contract anymore uh i'm going to be the uh, community access coordinator for shaw uh, spotlight that's that's fantastic news congratulations thank you yeah similar to like an executive producer so um looking forward to hearing the stories from people all over uh, the north, from Williams Lake to Fort St. John, and 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 points beyond. Who knows, right? So I'm looking forward to that. It's a new position. Um, I'll be working with uh, Jonathan Valoroso, who I've worked with before. Uh, we're in the middle of working on a project right now, and um, so it's exciting times. I'm just waiting for my criminal record check to come through, which. Which is always an event for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, in 2015, I, I had it done, and they're like, "Oh, we need to take your fingerprints because somebody with your birth date." I have I have the same issue. And I'm like, "God damn it, man! I just want to sign the. I want to give the current 
like the person, uh, the company that has the contract now, I want to give them a, enough time to find somebody else to handle handle my job. I think that's only, I think it's professional. I think it has nothing to do, uh, I think it's ethical and, and it's, it's that's the not right the way thing the kids, to do. That's not the way the kids do it in the, in the gig economy. It's like, uh, fuck you on to the next, right? Yeah. There's no loyalty. But I tell you what, 75,000 people? In Prince George, it's a small seventy-five thousand people. It, it, this this is a small town. Somebody people knows. talk. So we have everybody big, knows we everybody. We have big city problems with small um, small town connection. Exactly. I, I guess I don't know how to. Pre- I I don't want to say mentality, I, I, but I, it's I, a small I, town feel. I, I would say where Prince George residents were were quite parochial to use the fancy word, yeah. right, is we care deeply about local. I, 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 my hope for 2022 is that that's far more reflected in our local elections mm-hmm. being happened in 2022, where often 25% is a good voter turnout. I would like to see that much better. I would too. Um, but, uh, but we're also, you know, if there's the whole Kevin Bacon six degrees of separation in Prince George, it's three. Yeah. Um, it doesn't take long in a group to somebody find somebody knows somebody. Man. Somebody knows somebody. I'm even watch. I even watch how I drive because I'm like because you never you know who you're gonna flip though? off and, and like, oh, oh hey that I know that guy or uh, so what is your hope for 22? Um, I. I I, I mean, I mentioned one with the local elections, I, and I really hope a lot of people run for public office, school board, regional districts, uh, city of Prince George. But I hope they do it for the right reasons. I, 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 I'm, right now, I'm, I, I have been hearing from a lot of people who basically their platform is clean house and burn it all down. That's not a platform. It's not a platform. And, and, and that's not running for the right reasons. You want, you want to make things better. And, yeah. and, okay, burn it all down. You know what? That's actually easy to do. What are you going to do after that? What, what are you going to replace it with? You know, when I saw the – you were talking about the arts and the sports. And I saw the, the – was it on Facebook? I can't remember if it was Facebook or the comments in the Citizen – um, where people were like, "Oh, we shouldn't be spending money on blah blah," and I doubt, I doubt, right? Out of all of those comments, maybe two or three people ever went into a a polling booth, right? Yeah. And 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 filled out a ballot, and and you know, I I, I completely agree. I, speaking of sports, I am looking forward to God. I hope, I hope the world curling happens in March. I hope the uh, uh, Canadian Biathlon Championships happen. I hope the BC Summer Games happen and and are successful. Um, I I, I think those would all be wonderful things for Prince George. They bring volunteers together. They bring community together. Uh, I I hope Glenn Mickelson can have some big shows Mm -hmm. at CN Centre. I hope... I hope Judy Russell can throw a big show. I hope Theater Northwest, that Marnie Hamagami and her team there can throw on, you know, a, 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 a full house. A full house, as opposed yeah. to 
changing regulations at the last minute and okay it's 50 people oh now it's 50 percent oh my god i i could have sold x number of tickets yeah and and, yeah yeah. and 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 coulda shoulda woulda and 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 that there's just some certainty don't we all want a little bit more certainty i think i think a little a little bit of certainty is 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 comfortable but i'm like I kind of I don't oh, I don't mind change, uh, and change is you know. Then we talked about this in the beginning of the, this episode. AI, I mean, you're either you're either on the train or you're standing on the tracks. Well, exactly, and 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 I our very first episode, we talked about nostalgia, and I wonder if there'll be a time maybe two years but maybe 20 years where we'll be sitting around going you remember you remember those good times in in 2020 and 2021 where where we'll just go yeah there was covid and there was these other things but we somehow got through it On behalf of Neil Godboo, I'd like to wish everyone a very happy new year, uh, healthy and prosperous and all of that great stuff. Uh, We are coming up on our one year anniversary. So our next episode will be a one year anniversary celebration. I don't know what we're going to talk about. We will figure that out. Uh, Maybe a little bit of everything. Don't forget to check out our playlist in the description of this podcast episode. I'm Michael Cass for everything everything. See you in 2022.